dramas. Today, we are catching you up on the latest Chinese entertainment news. We are your hosts, Karen and Kathy. This podcast is in English with proper nouns and certain phrases spoken in Mandarin Chinese. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter. We also do have a forum set up now that is live on our website, www.chasingdramas.com. So feel free to post there with any thoughts or discussion topics. I already did put a dedicated topic for today's podcast discussion. So please check it out when you get a moment and share your thoughts. We are starting off February already, which is kind of surprising because I'm personally still having difficulty writing 2023 in all of my emails and Excel sheets. Today's primary topic is something that is near and dear to my heart, and I think it is a bit of、uh, important news for millennials or those 80s and 90s kids that grew up watching Chinese dramas in the 2000s and 2010s. So, what happened exactly? It is that the handsome and talented and perennial bachelor Hu Ge just shockingly announced on Weibo yesterday that he is now a father. His rather direct Weibo post states that his wife is not someone in the entertainment business, which is why he did not announce his marriage or his wife's pregnancy until the baby, a baby girl, was born. This is a refreshing departure from all the doom and gloom and possible jail news that we've been breaking. So I will take it as a、uh, lunar new year treat. Yes, we are very excited because Hu Ge, folks will know as Mei Chang Su from Long Ya Bang or Nirvana in Fire. But for millennials that grew up in the '90s, you'll know that he was pretty much the biggest male. Actor from mainland China in the mid to late 2000s, he burst onto the scene with Chinese Paladin or Xianjian Qixiazhuan when he was just 23 and had very little prior experience. And with that drama, he skyrocketed to the top of everyone's radar. Hu Ge was insanely popular from that one drama, and then subsequently starred in many popular dramas over the years since. He was part of Tang Ren Media, which also、uh, covered stars such as Tang Yan, Tiffany Tang, Liu Shishi, Yang Mi, Huo Jianhua, the whole gamut of very familiar folks that people will know from dramas from the mid 2000s to I would say 2015 or so. What was so funny is that this post, this shocking post from Hu Ge, set off a firestorm on his Weibo with over 6.7 million likes and over 1 million comments and replies. Pretty much all of the trending posts yesterday were related to him and his mystery wife. So why is this announcement such a big deal? For one. I read some hilarious comments about how the paparazzi are really slacking because they go on and on about the various juicy gossip that they uncovered. But this true gua or piece of news was completely unexpected. We will spare you the details, but basically, for the past month, there was so many fabricated rumors or news regarding different male and female celebrities where everyone is like, "This is objectively fake." Google here did a great job flying under the radar with this news, so much so that nobody expected it. But the reality for why this announcement and the fact that Google is married blew up the Chinese internet was because everyone thought that he was going to remain a bachelor forever. 
The joke is that almost all of his friends and castmates from Tangren Media, uh, aka the major dramas that he starred in, are married and with children. Think about it. The famous ladies, including Liu Shishi, is married with a son. Tiffany Tang is married with a daughter. Yang Mi is divorced with a daughter. And Huo Jianhua is married with a daughter. These are all of his close friends from his time, like I mentioned, from Tangren Media. And there are literal images of posters for Chinese Paladin 3, in particular, that say who is married with kids and who is not at the time, a.k.a. Hu Ge. Hu Ge is front and center in the posters and is always like, bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) He would show up to his friend's weddings as a groomsman. So it was a huge joke that maybe he would still be a bachelor groomsman for even Wu Lei, whom we all know as the young Fei Liu, who protected Mei Changsu or Hu Ge in Lang Yabang when Wu Lei got married. This is the joke because Wu Lei is way younger than Hu Ge, and for Hu Ge to still be single when Wu Lei gets married is like, hmm, you know, Hu Ge may never ever get married. Wu Lei, just as a reminder, starred in 2021's The Long Ballad and also last year's Love Like the Galaxy. So everyone is super happy he's married. Pretty much the entire internet is almost in on this joke, uh, so to speak. It is also super sweet to see what people are posting or replying to his post. Uh, like, for example, Tang Yan, Tiffany Tang, responded that she is excited her daughter has a younger sister to play with now and also called Hu Ge her daughter's uncle or jiu jiu, which is just so sweet because Hu Ge and Tang Yan have a wonderful relationship in real life after all of these years. There was also a super cute clip of Lin Yichen in an interview today where she speaks about Hu Ge's fantastic news. The two of them, of course, star together in Tian Wai Fei Xian or The Little Fairy and also She Diao Yingxiong Zhuan or Legend of the Condor Heroes. But what was the funniest piece of that interview was that Lin Yichen called out Peng Yuyan or Eddie Peng saying that he is probably really worried now. This is all an inside joke because years earlier when Hu Ge was questioned about whether or not he was worried about being single for so long and being a bachelor for so long, in that interview, which everyone has seen pretty much, he joked that he is not worried because guess what? Peng Yuyan is still single, so he has a cushion. For those of you who don't know Eddie Peng, Peng Yuyan and Hu Ge all starred in Xian Jian Qixia Zhuan or Chinese Paladin Almost two decades ago. Wow. <laughs> that was a long time ago. So what's hilarious is that Eddie Peng, Peng Yuyan himself, is a trending topic on Weibo as everyone is calling him out as the last man standing in that circle of friends. So in sum, I'm personally really happy to see Hu Ge be happy with his new family, but it's also great to see his circle of friends wishing him well. For me, it just seems like such a big inside joke that we collectively all are in on. And you know what? It just places a big smile on my face. So I am very happy for Mr. Hu Ge. I think today we're going to go on kind of like a roller coaster. We're going to start with a high, go with a low, and then end with a high. Well, here's the low topic for this week's episode. Last week, we were discussing the intense battle at the box office during the Lunar New Year's holidays. As of February 1st, 
Full River Red or Manjiang Hong is a clear front runner with 3.5 billion yuan at the box office, and Wandering Earth 2 coming in second with 2.9 billion yuan. Those, quite frankly, are juggernaut numbers in China, and it currently puts Full River Red right now at number ten on the all-time Chinese box office. That should be what the media discourse should be about, right? Box office success. Unfortunately, it has been anything but. I mentioned last week that fans of Wang Yibo and Jackson Yi were duking it out over box office returns and performance, and kind of arguing which of their idols is better. I'm not even going to discuss that. <laughs> Because it's still going on, but the main controversy has escalated in a different direction. So, what has been happening? A few days after the Lunar New Year, Weibo bloggers began posting on Weibo that they've been receiving IP infringement letters and notifications from the Full River Red legal team for posting photos and negative reviews of the movie. Basically, if anything was put in a slightly bad light of the movie, then it would be removed from the internet, or else threatened to be removed via legal action. This all became public, and people were not happy about this type of media control. And I wouldn't even say this is like censorship. This is just the marketing team or the legal team just handing out, like, "Hey, you can't post this photo. I'm suing you for copyright infringement, or I'm going to fine you, or like ban you for copyright infringement." People became pretty upset at this type of control. Then came an even more ridiculous part, which is fully self-inflicted by the Full River Red marketing team. Full River Red or Manjiang Hong, as I mentioned last week, is based off of a Ci from the famed Song Dynasty general Yue Fei, who lived from 1103 to 1142. He is known for fighting against the Jurchens and the Jin Dynasty during that time, and was a big Chinese、uh, legend. Unfortunately, he was sentenced to death under a concocted charge by Qin Hui, a powerful minister during that time. Yue Fei basically died wrongfully in prison, and in the 900 years since, has been basically deified as a Chinese national hero. Qin Hui, though, has been the opposite, considered a traitor. Now, the reason for this history lesson is because the Full River Red Weibo posted several posts that were objectively written wrong or historically insensitive. For example, it used one of Qin Hui's famous quotes to try and rid itself of accusations of trying to sue people or faking box office numbers. It also incorrectly wrote the event, the humiliation of Jing Kang or Jing Kang Shi, as Jing Space Kang Shi. That's basically like writing the attack on Pearl Harbor as the Pearl Attack on Harbor. So that is just completely wrong. In Chinese, there is a phrase called "wen mang," which means illiterate, and that is the name that basically everybody on the internet has gifted the marketing team of this movie. And I will say, I agree with a lot of this is basic Chinese history, and for a marketing team of a movie about UFA to not know this is quite appalling. There's a lot of dumb errors, and like I said, it seems like. This team has shown ignorance or a disdain on the subject matter. 
Someone compiled over 15 of these types of errors or insensitivities, and the movie, along with the marketing team, have been ruthlessly mocked, and I will say uh, for good reason. This controversy doesn't seem to have impacted the box office numbers. If anything, I think it has kept the movie in the public consciousness. It certainly has sucked all of the air on the media attention for these movies. Wandering Earth, like I've said, is doing well, but everybody is focused on mocking the marketing team here. So no one's really talking about uh, Wandering Earth 2, which by all accounts is a pretty good movie. All right, and lastly, on to the good news. This, for me, is kind of like a personal uh, <laughs> um, shout out, but I am so excited. One of my favorite actresses, Dili Reba, was announced as the Chinese brand ambassador for Dior a couple of weeks ago in China. But what is amazing is that today, as of February 1st, all of Dior's social media has been updated to feature Dili Reba and their new ad campaign for the ladies 9522 bag. This includes Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Snapchat. She is one of the first and probably only Chinese celebrities to get this type of treatment with a global rollout. It's super exciting to see Dili uh, Reba uh, get this type of treatment and of course to see Chinese celebrities get more and more uh, Western recognition. China is also opening up and there are rumors that Chinese celebrities are finally able to attend the upcoming fashion shows. We've got New York Fashion Week, London, Paris and Milan all coming up later this month and I'm super excited to see who attends and what they wear. Last year, as in 2022, we didn't get a lot of red carpet fashion news because the main celebrities plainly just skipped them. A lot of the major events also got pushed to the spring of this year. There's already rumors of some high profile events coming up in March in China, and I cannot wait to see the A-list celebs strut their stuff on the red carpet. Liu Yifei, for example, has also been rumored to be attending Paris Fashion Week. She is, of course, a spokesperson for Louis Vuitton and has featured Louis Vuitton bags in pretty much all of her uh, modern campaigns and her latest drama, Meet Yourself. That is it for today's podcast episode. Thank you all so much for listening and we will catch you in the next one.